Sci-Fi for Me Radio presents Timothy Harvey, Jason Hunt. This is H2O. And welcome back to H2O. We've been away for a little while. We have. For a lot of different reasons. Uh, Some of it was rest. We decided we wanted to have some. I didn't get any. Well, that was the idea. Well. But some of it was scheduling and and things that we had to work around. But we're back. I'm Timothy Harvey. I'm Jason Hunt. And like I said, this is H2O. You're usually bi-weekly discussion of things and stuff yes in the genre world we got an email we do speak to us of the power of the internet yes uh which the associated press now says does not have a hyphen (laughs) did you see that sure i don't believe them all right this is from ray in pennsylvania hey ray Just wanted to drop you a quick note to say that you were missed on Saturday, speaking for the masses that are too busy to write, because we know there's masses out there. Right? That's right. I know you guys have been doing the Rockstar tour schedule the last couple of weeks, <laughs> and you and the crew deserve a day off. I, now he calls us to task. Uh-oh. I'm still not a fan of the 30-odd minute show time. Seems we get to pull the cake out of the oven, but we never get to spread the icing, let alone get to savor a bite before we're ushered out the door. Okay, the we porch just light, ate and now I'm hungry again. <laughs> the porch Thanks light, a lot, Ray. Yeah, the porch light <laughs> winking out as we walk to our cars for the long ride home, hungry. On another note, hope you guys get to go to Dragon Con. I've been planning in my head a canyon run down, sleep in the Jeep, do the Sunday show, and shoot back out. Time will tell if it happens or not. If we all get to Dragon Con, if we get to go to Dragon Con. it would be very cool to meet Ray. Um, okay, so, so the 30-some-odd 30, the 30 minute mm-hmm. format. Let me let me get into a little inside baseball under the hood right. explanation for why we did it. Uh, a while back, we were doing way too many shows, <laughs> and Tim and I especially. I mean, because we're on this show, right. we do Echo Chamber, we mm-hmm. do uh, Rogues Gallery, mm-hmm. we do Level Eleven Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Zompocalypse now. Zompoca- you got Zompocalypse now. I've got Sci-Fi XY in the summer, right. which we're talking about doing another season of that. So all of those podcasts, plus, you know, every now and again, we try to revive Weekend Review. We've sure. had Comic Concarni that we did for a while. So all of these different things, plus editing all of the shows, mm-hmm. you know, because I do all of the editing on the on the back end of everything except Zompocalypse. You do that one. And... You know, editing the articles and now getting into, you know, Salacious Crumbs. I'm editing, I'm shooting and editing right. that one. And so all of the load got to be such where something had to give. Right. <laughs> and I was very close to just, I mean, I was like, I was just so tired. So Well, and we had and we had superhero stuff as a sponsor. We had superhero stuff. We originally, this show originally started off as every other week. Right. And then they started listing in their advertising as we were weekly. Yeah. We were like. Well, I guess we're weekly now. Well, and the other thing too is once once superhero stuff came came off the show, um, you know, just looking at everything that we were doing, mm-hmm. we figured going back to a biweekly thing. But the thirty minute setting that came out of a number of different conversations that I had with people, right? Uh, some different feedback from from folks that listen and also some different things that I'd seen online some you know because I'm always reading trying trying to figure out that magic bullet thing that gets us the big audience right so I'm reading a bunch of social media 
tips and tricks and here's how you do this and here's how you do this. Well, yeah. I'm doing all of that. My God. <laughs> and um, a lot of the feedback that I've been getting was that our shows were too long to listen to in one sitting. You know, people are, you know, they're cleaning house when they listen to us or they're driving to and from work or they're on their lunch break or they're, you know, they're at the gym doing the workout and the hour plus time a lot of people were sitting there saying, I don't have time to listen to the whole thing. I got to right. listen to it in chunks. So the so we went on 35 minutes thinking it's it's an easy chunk to take in one in one listen. Right. Plus with some of the new plans that we've got in development. If we go back to video, then it's something that can easily be repurposed for some of the stuff that we're doing over on the TV side. So yeah, there's there are a number of logistical reasons why we went to the 35 minutes. It's not because I can only stand Tim for 35 minutes. 36. Although. <laughs> really. He's 36 and, and it, 36 guys, it gets ugly. I mean. 36 you, and a half. You think. him out the door. You think he sounds like a nice guy? I got, I got, the bruises are still fading. <laughs> and he hits me when you're not here. No, oh, none of this is true. If only. You know what we should, we <laughs> should do? We should do a promo now. Just. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, and I think I think that there's always been the idea that if we needed to go over, if we needed to have a long episode, we'd have one. And yeah, we and needed, we've done that. We right. did that with the lightsaber thing when, when Stefan and Steven were here. Sure, and and we we had a similar thought process over on Zompocalypse Now, which is we were actually recording episodes that were longer than the show. Yeah. And sometimes... That worked just fine, but there are other times like God, we just, especially when I'm when I'm editing it, I'm going, this is an hour and ten minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> the show isn't even an hour and ten minutes long, and so sometimes you had to uh, you had to pull back, and and it was good discipline for Dustin and I anyway to sit there and, and pull that stuff back. Um, and then we added Mindy in, and then suddenly there's a third, another <laughs> everything third. goes out the window. Well. You do not disagree with the cyborg <laughs> intern from the future. You just don't. It's All the mean, Borg implants got taken out this week. As far She's those are the no visible longer, ones. No longer the Mindy Borg. Ones. We you no are longer so, Mindy Borg intern. You, okay. All right. Well, it's funny you should say that you say you know learning learning to discipline yourselves on on producing and and recording one of these, where you get a number of people on our staff who don't have the formal training. Mm-hmm to do all of this you know they they don't have a background in radio they don't have a background in tv or journalism or or web design or any of that stuff you know we've got people from all types right, of different of uh education backgrounds and specialties and and that kind of thing and so for good or ill it falls on me to do a lot of the editing mm-hmm. and there are a lot of things those of you who are listening there are a lot of things on these shows that you don't ever hear. <laughs> uh, 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 we tend to cut a lot uh, of the pausing and and brain lapses. There where, was one episode. I even uh, took a photograph of the timeline. I think it was. I think it was uh, one of the early Zompocalypse oh, I'm sure. episodes. Where I mean, it's just every five, ten, fifteen seconds or so. There's a there's a cut. There's a chop. There's. I okay. mean, it's uh-huh. it's just endless. I'm like, ah, uh, we can't do yeah, that. I don't, I, don't, I don't do as much of that because one of the things we tried to do, we were much quicker turnaround time because we were basically 
putting stuff out, we would record on Sundays and we put stuff out by Thursday and now we're right. putting it out by Tuesday. And one of the one of the pa- trade-offs there was recognizing that I was going to have less time to edit it, which means it does get less editing. So you get more of the pauses and the uhs and some weird kind of uh, noises. Yeah, but, but, but as long as we, you and I have been doing it, there are fewer of those now when oh, we're yeah. when we're doing anything, and now you know, you know, and Dustin's coming along. Sure. Well, and, and you know, and, and less. It's less so. It's less so that that Dustin was really tripping up on it as any more than I was because I can certainly hit into that mode as well. Um, as you've had had to edit that stuff out of my comments in the past, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> but I think that once we decided that we we're going to go to this shorter format, um, so that we were actually pushing stuff out quicker and being able to, to tear through this quicker and not go off too many tangents. Right. Uh, it did manage to focus us a little more. And I think that's a good discipline. It is a good discipline thing because once you are w- going against a clock, and even though now we're currently not, we're not paying attention to the clock the same way we were when we went over to that format, but we've also been doing this a little bit differently because we've been covering, you know, multiple episodes of a show. Right. Uh, for something like, you know, Santa, Santa Clarita Diet. But, you're still gonna find a few. I'm still editing them. There's there are whole <laughs> sub tangents that we've gone oh, on. Yeah. And well, see, and that's <laughs> the other thing too. Sticking to this 35 minute thing, we have less tendency to, to go digress? off on tangents and digress. Yeah, like mm. we used to. I I got I got one one again one complaint so. that was <laughs> multiple times. It's like you guys get to stay on topic. You guys have to stay on topic. I can't listen to you anymore because you're not talking about what you say you're going to talk about. So that this 35-minute format just kind of helps us with that as For well. For any of the folks who listen to the show and who listen to Zompocalypse now, usually the first five minutes of recording doesn't make it into the podcast. <laughs> or a good chunk of the first five minutes, because Dustin usually reads, leads off with some complete nothing yeah. that's really very funny. I mean, I should put together like a whole series a of compilation. episodes that are just the... Uh, which I don't keep the files. Dustin rants. I don't keep the files. I got, there's only so much space in my in the, in the mm. one. My, I've got I don't know how many terabytes of space, and I'm keep using it up. Oh, I know, I know. I'm so. gonna have to get rid of. Uh, we're gonna have to clean out the the Dropbox folder because my oh, yeah. my free <clears throat> quote unquote so called extra space that came because I got a Samsung yeah, yeah. device. It's about to expire. So yeah, I'm going to have happens. to do some cleanup. So, yeah. But um, uh, those of you who would like to give us your opinion on the format or the content or any any of that with any of our shows, not just this one, uh, but for this particular one, you could send us an email, h2o at sci We do read all of the notes and the comments and everything else that gets sent our yeah. way. So. And we can talk longer or shorter. I mean, it's not like Jason, the whole reason this show came about is because you and I had these conversations anyway. Yeah. And it's like, why aren't we recording this? That was really that was really smart. We are intelligent people. We someone should have a record of this. <laughs> <laughs> we prove nobody it because was, nobody's gonna believe it. it yeah. Uh well and, and the other t- thing too, I mean your your job circumstances have changed in the in oh, the time yeah. since we started recording this. My job circumstances changed. Every, every, the, we're always constantly having to adjust and adapt mm. and pivot and figure things out. Uh now, if, you day gig. if we were you. making you know, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month on this stuff. You know, Rich Uncle Otto walks through the door. We, right. uh, we'll t- 
talk for an hour, but you know, so far <laughs> all of our podcasts will be. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, no, but uh, but to speaking to that, we do have some plans and schemes and some things that are in development on both the TV side mm-hmm. and what we're calling the TV.2 side, which is going to be our Twitch, is our Twitch channel. Right. Um, Jennifer Wise is coordinating with, uh, with some people uh, we're going we're gonna to present. Well, I don't want to announce it yet. We're going to no, do, no, we're gonna no, do a big rollout. Right. But uh, over on our Twitch channel uh, and, and our YouTube channel, and right now we're doing a big push to get to 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel because that unlocks, you know, achievement unlocked. That's some, some different things that... Wait, is there going to have to be like a, a level boss we have to fight? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Fortunately not because I don't I say think we send I the could. cyborg intern after it. But once we get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, that unlocks our ability to live stream from mobile devices, which is going to make it a lot easier for us to do things like Dragon Con or Smallville Comic Con, or Kansas City Comic Con, or some of the other stuff that we've got coming up. So if you're not a subscriber yet over on our YouTube channel, go subscribe and uh, and share with your friends and, and encourage them. We are currently sitting at 814 as of the time we're recording this. So not that far away. Night. No, we're not that far away. All right. So all of that... Talk about the thing we wanted to talk, talk about. Talk about the thing we were going to talk about. Now, that, te- technically, though, that was not a digression. <laughs> that was answering a, a listener email. That's true. So, and and a, and a state of the state because we like yeah. we've been gone for a few weeks. H two O at sci fi for me dot com. All right. So, and that only took fourteen minutes. Yeah. So we're st- we're still good. I can still stand looking at you. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, it's summer. It is. We just got word that the Fox show, the the new Fox pilot adaptation of The Passage, right. just cast Mark Paul Gosselaar mm-hmm. as their lead. Uh, FBI agent Wolgast is his character. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, The Passage is the beginning of a trilogy of books. It's basically... A post-apocalyptic vampire story. Government experiment gone wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, I know. Shocking. I have never heard Shocking. of a government experiment going wrong government in all of, goes of the history of fiction. The, the thing that I'm wondering how they're going to do is because the first book takes place in two different time periods. You have... So does the TV show Arrow. I mean, how, how hard well, can we... But, but it doesn't go back and forth. I, haven't read, I have not read the series, by the way. So um, I, I, I did I, a review of the first one. Anne Labs did a review of the third book. Mm-hmm. She said the second book is a really, really tough slog. Mm. The first book is extremely long. Yeah. By the time I got done, I felt like I had read four books. But I was mean, it good? It, it was okay. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a decent story Mm -hmm. and it moves. It's not like there's places where it just gets so completely bogged down. It's like, oh, when am I going to get done? Right. None of that. It does, it does have a good flow to it, but it's just really, really long. Mm -hmm. And it could be, it could, it could have been two books. Right. Because there's a, there's a, a a clear split Mm -hmm. between Wolgast's part of the story 
And the back half, B.J. Britt is playing one of the characters from the back half of the story. But basically, you've got this little girl. She's 10 years old. She has this uncanny ability to somehow communicate with the virals, who are the vampire analogs in this. And Peter and Alicia, these are the the characters in this post-apocalyptic, they're in this this survivor's camp, basically, mm-hmm. because the entire world has been destroyed by so, so the vampire. F- but so far, you're basically describing the girl with all the gifts. Kind of. And they have this quest. They're going to take her back to Colorado because apparently she's got the key in her blood. She's got the key to cure the vampirism okay. and stuff. But they wanted to experiment on her first, so Wolgast was sent to retrieve her, and he ends up helping her escape and that's the first part of the book and the second part of the book is she shows up out of the forest at this survivor's camp and they end up going to try to take her back it's it's there's two completely different stories in this book so it's girls girl with all the gifts meets world war z yeah gotcha yeah with vampires right okay yeah but that that (laughs) leads us into our the new zombies that's right (laughs) Um, but that leads Wait. us into our into our into our topic where you know this is a, this is going to be a mid season, and right, we're into yeah. summer. We're into some mid season shows. We're into some shows that are going to be those seasonal things. But there's a lull mm-hmm. in the shows that we normally watch. Yeah, which gives or, us or they're just starting to come back. They're, yeah, and they're not all on at the same time. Yeah, and that gives us a chance. <laughs> Assuming <laughs> we have the time, it gives us the opportunity the potential to catch up on those shows yeah. that we haven't been watching, mm-hmm. and and so you and I were talking a little bit. Well, why don't we talk about the shows that we haven't watched yeah. that we need to watch because there are a lot of them. There are well, and it's it's it is an it is an embarrassment of riches. There are so many really good genre shows on right now, mm-hmm. and some that are <laughs> not surprisingly some of them are on sci-fi. Yeah. I know. I know. What's up I, with that? I, I, this is okay. I, I'm I'm not upset about that. But there's so much of this stuff that if you have other things to do. Like a job. Like a job. <laughs> it's really hard to watch all the stuff you want to watch, which is yeah. which is a weird position to be in. Because you almost have to go back to the 90s syndicated decade mm-hmm. where there was a ton of genre stuff, but it was all in syndication. That if you were to actually sit down and watch all of it. You would be watching a lot of television, but a lot of it was not very good. If some of it was very entertaining, but good was not to be found. Right. Um, now we're looking at stuff, I mean, leaving Gotham and a significant chunk of Arrow aside, there's a lot of really good genre television on. There is. There is. It's, it's funny you should mention the stuff from the 90s because I made a list mm-hmm. of the shows that I really should need to catch up on. Right. And, you know, some of the shows I haven't even watched yet at all. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one or two episodes, and I just got so far behind on everything else that I had to do. And then running to play catch-up once you get a few seasons in, um, you know, Mindy, we talked about this over on Zompocalypse Now, we're trying, she's trying to catch up on shows that that I've talked about, you know, Preacher, which we're going to be reviewing again, and and she's gotten into watching Lucifer and all these other shows where you, once you get into a season, especially if it's a network show with a full season as opposed to like a 10 or or 12 episode or 13 episode run, you know, you're running 22, 24 episodes going, okay, hang on. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you look at, you talk about some of the shows that are just coming back, Dark Mm -hmm. Matter, Mm -hmm. The Expanse, Killjoys, Mm -hmm. um, Winona Earp, Winona Earp, Happy Dance, 
Lucifer just came back, Lucifer I think, not too long back, ago. Yeah. Preacher's coming back. Um, what else is... Fear of the Walking Dead is coming back yeah, way well, too soon. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's the show we hate to watch. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> love to hate. Uh, yeah. Love to hate watch. Hate, ba- to, hate back to half, love watch. Back half of the <laughs> season for Shadowhunters. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a new season of Shannara Chronicles. So, I, I, so I'm looking at all this stuff. So here, here's my list. Uh-huh. Um, and some of this stuff may surprise you. Uh oh, maybe Killjoys. Right, I have never seen an episode of Killjoys. I need to watch. I really enjoyed the first season. I have to say that for a show that came out at the same time, um, well, it was it was part of that sci-fi channel, Siffy channel. It was the resurgence. It was the resurgence, yeah. and it turned out to be a really well done show. The only I will I will minor spoiler for those who have not seen it. I. The big bads, the resolution of the big bad storyline mm-hmm. left me a little cold. Yeah. But because he was such a great villain, it's kind of like, and it's done. I'm like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. But, yeah. but I've got uh, that one I haven't seen any at all. Yeah. Uh, Dark Matter, I've only seen the first season. I need right. to catch up. Mm-hmm. Winona Earp, I've seen half the first season. I love that I show felt, so much. I fell so far behind, and it was just... Uh, I can't catch up. It is, it, is, it is a show that if you have not watched it, it is so it it is so much fun and it is so much it's so aware mm. that it is fun. You can tell the cast and crew are having a blast. Yep, yep. Um, Shadowhunters, I got to catch up on that. I haven't seen it, and and really, the only reason that I was watching it mm-hmm. was because Catherine McNamara is from right. here and yeah. we know her. And okay, um, Twelve Monkeys. Good show. Haven't, haven't seen. Haven't seen, seen any most, of it. I haven't seen about half of the last season. Uh, Sense Eight, which just got canceled from Netflix. Lot, I have not seen it. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Reviews have been very, very good, and yep. I have not seen it either. Um, that's, just a, that's just a time thing. That's just yeah, that's a show that I really is. actually wanted it to is. watch. Let's see. I need to catch up on the One Hundred. Mm-hmm. Gave up on the One Hundred. Yeah, lost uh, yeah. lost interest fairly early with that one, unfortunately. For yeah, me. the librarians. Still, I need to catch up on show. the on the most recent in the most recent season. I saw the first episode, and then I just I just got you know it's sure. again it's one of those I just got so too busy. much stuff going on. Yeah, Game of Thrones. I have not seen anything since the first season. I have never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I am the last human on earth <laughs> to have never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. At I've, some point, I believe they're going to strap me to a chair. And probably pin your eyes, eyes open. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the whole uh, clockwork orange uh-huh, thing. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. I've never seen Emerald City. I have not seen any of that. Well, now we've only got one season. It's been canceled. Yeah, you know, and I watched the first couple episodes of that just because I thought it looked interesting. But I don't know. It's there are a handful of really good alternate Oz stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it, with the exception of the fact that it had Vincent D'Onofrio in it. Playing the wizard, I just was not all that engaged with it. Right, he was great. I mean, he was. In fact, I didn't recognize. I knew who I knew who it was, and I didn't recognize him for the first fifteen minutes he's on camera. Yeah, I'm like wow. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Well, I didn't even I realize because I didn't realize it until he retweeted us. Right. And uh, wait, Denoff, what is Denoffrey do? Oh, he's <laughs> in it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Um, and you go back to the nineties. Mm-hmm. There are shows that I still have to catch up on. <laughs> Farscape. Oh, see. Sliders. 
Mutant X. Yeah. I mean, just because. Sure. Well, you got to be a completist um, about some of these things. Of of those, Highlander. If you, if you have never, if you have not watched Farscape, and it is almost a generational thing, I think that a lot of newer fans have probably never seen Farscape, and it's kind of like the first season of Twenty Four, in the sense that uh, if you were, and I've talked about this before, it was one of the TV shows that brought back the idea of story arcs. Mm-hmm. As opposed to sort of genre shows that were episodic. This episode, and then the next, there was a reset. And then the next episode, you know, nobody ever died. Nobody ever was seriously injured. Yeah. Consequences no didn't. Consequences. You know, it was all resolved in 42 mm-hmm. minutes. Farscape was the, one of the first genre shows to sit there and say no. And that was the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And you were able did, to... Did Mutant X start with arcs? Did did they do arcs? I don't know that they did the first okay, season. Okay, so, well, maybe... so, so the... It's I, I honestly don't remember, but I think you also had a certain a little more freedom when you were looking at some of those '90s shows that were off in the hinterlands of mm-hmm. entertainment. I mean, you weren't right. they weren't running on network. Cable was still a relatively new thing. I mean, you know, it had been around for a decade, right. really, for when a lot of these shows were on. But the syndicated syndicated genre shows they just didn't have the viewing audience, and they weren't going to get the viewing audience that their that the, their network friends were going to get so they you had a little more freedom with some of that stuff but sci-fi channel was a big deal in those days and you know there was this this was right before well you know uh, when farscape went off the air and stargate got its kick in the teeth and wrestling became the thing yeah that was that was the beginning of the end right so well and and you know that we we've talked a number of occasions, and I've talked with several people about the fact that we don't cover fantasy as much mm-hmm. as we should on our on our stuff. And uh, you know, back in the nineties, you had the Lost World, right? You had Relic Hunter, mm-hmm. which wasn't really you know, it's kind of fantasy type. It was thing. it was Tomb Raider light. You have um, uh, Hercules, Xena, Andromeda, mm-hmm. Earth, Final Conflict, War of the Worlds. Earth Final Conflict, a show that had never had any idea what it was. The first season of Earth Final Conflict was really good. Second season was completely different. And then the third season was like, yeah. oh, we don't even know anymore. <laughs> uh, and I need to, since we just did an interview with Jimmy Palmiotti, mm-hmm. I need to rewatch both iterations of Painkiller Jane. The, mm, the movie yeah. the movie with Emmanuel Volge, uh-huh. and then the TV series with Christiana Lockett. You know, because neither I one of them are what the comic book exactly. was. Exactly, neither one of them yeah. worked for me. I'm afraid. But it would work as you know, you you watch those as you know, comparative foundation, because there's a new p- painkiller Jane coming, right? And Palmiotti's very involved in this. Isn't there a new Witchblade coming too? Wasn't there supposed to be a new Witchblade series? I, you know, I heard at one point. I think there was some kind of a reboot that was going to be coming, mm-hmm. and I think. Is that I, that's IDW, isn't it? Yeah, I think is it so. Boom. Yeah, I did. I, I, uh, I think not sure I, anymore. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I do. I do think that at some point we're going to get another Witchblade. Um, that was an uh, uh, underrated TV show. I would like I to see it. a new Green Hornet because you could do a Green Hornet. Well, I think okay. So we, I, it's been a while, but I, I believe at some point in the not millennium years ago. Past, I talked about why the shadow. We need someone to come in and do the shadow again. Yeah, 
in in a proper grim and you know give us you want grim dark give us give us a character that was designed to be in grim the period dark. in the period yeah in and, the period that's and, that's the key element there and a character who is actually meant to be grim dark I mean you know, yeah you don't it's not a question of you know Superman being too dark it's a question of no this guy carries forty fives and shoots people that's his thing that's that's his whole reason for being the Green Hornet uh, give me a period piece mm-hmm. play it straight yeah. If you want to do a second generation, fine. Give me a period piece and play it straight. Yeah. Give me a 1970s Green Hornet or a 1980s Green Hornet. Well, I think you have to you have to do the uh, the 30s or 40s first. Well, you should in order to lay the foundation for that because you've got the Lone Ranger tie-in. Yeah, well, I think you that still have of, that connection. You and I do, but there was also yeah, that's part of the generational thing that I think you can get away with doing, mm-hmm. and and that's it's a character that you don't have that opportunity to do much with a lot of a, a lot of genre characters. Is it is a legacy character? It's designed to be a legacy character. It was a legacy carrier f- character from Go. Yeah, and um, I do not remember what comic book company was publishing. The Green Hornet series in the eighties, Dynamite, I think, wasn't it? Eighties or nineties? Oh wait, no, eighties yeah. and nineties because Dynamite just had it. Right, but it, it was. At, there in, were enough in the eighties or nineties. It might have been IDW. Uh, I don't think it was IDW. I think it was. I think it was way before that in terms of. I. I don't think IDW was around. But it, it wouldn't have been Gold Key. No, it wasn't Gold Key. But anyway, there's there's a whole bunch of comic companies that were around the eighties and nineties that don't exist anymore. And I mean, there was a big boom and a Shock, huge contract. Shocked, I am. Yeah. So remember Carol Co. Yeah. Or remember Comico. Remember Canon. Okay, of course. Canon I mean, films? It wasn't just. It wasn't just Orion the, Pictures. Oh yeah. Well, comic companies did a lot of the same things. So, but there was one of those, and I want to say it was early '90s, maybe. I think I was still in college when it was coming out, or or I just gotten out of college, and it was the daughter. It was Cato's daughter. Was. You know, it was the it was the the children, it was the the son and the daughter of the original characters from the TV show, and it was a well written series. And, it, and I think there was uh, even a third generation. So I think they did one that took place in the future. But anyway, now comics could have been okay. No, sure. what, uh, oh, okay. I I actually looked it up on the okay, internet. Excellent. So in any event, you know, it it is a character that lends itself really well to the generational story. You can do that, but you got it. As much as there is the potential there to make a very funny Green Hornet story. Why would you want to do that, though? That, that I think, is is the issue where they ran into with the the movie. Is that it's not that you couldn't do it, but the question is, why would you do it? And I think that ultimately came out is that when you come to the... That's one of the problems with the movie is that it doesn't serve a point. It's not that it's always dumb. Or always not funny. Mm. There were moments I laughed at the Green Hornet movie. Well, that's like that's I like never, the Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp as Tonto. Yeah. That wasn't a Lone Ranger movie. That was no. Johnny Depp as Tonto. And and you know that that movie was not any better for the werewolves being taken out. <laughs> because at one point there were going to be werewolves. Well, you know that that is that is something to be said that when you've pulled out the werewolf character, and it's not it's, an improvement, you haven't made an improvement. Well, put the werewolves back in, solve the problem. <laughs> you know, and, well, okay. So some some of these some of these big characters, these big iconic characters, we run into the same problem we ran into John Carter, is that they are so iconic in establishing 
a kind of character mm-hmm. that if you don't handle them right, they become either redundant to what's currently going on, and so you don't feel like they're the original thing. You're you're not treating them in. You're looking at them as something that to be laughed at, or they're com- which of course doesn't rarely rarely works in terms. The last comedy version of something I think that really worked was Dragnet. I laughed at Dragnet. Uh, the with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I think it worked because the the original version was played so straight to the point of being stylized. Mm-hmm. And so but by, by by simply moving outside of that, you automatically opened up humor. Right. I I see I had I, it was it okay. I I appreciated it for what it was, yeah. for what it was trying to do, but I didn't think it was all that good. But you know, there was never when they a got in, too. when they got into the dry, to the to the to the goat the goat uh, sacrifice. Well, I think that part, also, I think that ultimately I thought, was, now we're just getting silly. Well, okay, it was always silly, but I think I think that it ended up being the kind of thing that you're not going to. Well, we also didn't have the the. Everything had to be a sequel. Right. But up until that point, though, oh, okay. Tom Hanks kept that movie grounded. And, you, you know, because, yeah, Dan Aykroyd was doing a, his Joe Friday, and you could see what he was doing, but he wasn't over the top with it enough that it became super hyper parody until they got to the animal sacrifice ghost stuff at the tank and then it just it just went off the rails for me i think any film that where i can still remember the virgin connie swales (laughs) (laughs) if i can still remember that line then i am it's gonna it's it it worked so but but that we've seen plenty of films and we've talked about this before too where the people who are making the parody version of or the comedy version of don't understand why you're laughing at it now mm-hmm. and why the audience wasn't laughing at it then they weren't looking at it, it might have been, they might have been amused by it but they weren't treating it as a parody and they they don't understand through, whether it's through nostalgia or just just not getting it and i think that unfortunately you look at something like the lone ranger or the green hornet and you look at the kind of entertainment we were getting at the time and trying to do an updated version or a, or a modernized version, I think you, you run into... Uh, though it's the art and commerce argument. Yeah. Where, where If you're trying to make something that's going to sell, the version of The Shadow, the, Eric, the, the Adam, uh, Alec Baldwin version. Uh-huh. What a great cast that film had. Alec Baldwin and Penelope Ann Miller yeah. and Tim Curry... And was Tim Curry in that? Tim Curry was in that. I don't remember him being. And in uh, you know, uh, it's it was a fantastic cast. Professor X is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic cast. And yet, it came out. It was made in the following years after Burton's Batman. Right. And so the idea was, we have it's, to make a film like Burton's Batman. Well, yeah. no, you don't. But what, that's what audiences are going for. So I mean, you. Well, and they did that with the Phantom. As well, you and know, with I Billy Zane. Lo- I love the Billy Zane Phantom. That was because, a good one because everybody involved seemed to have an idea that yes, when we're going to be silly, we're going to treat the silliness as an outgrowth of what's happening mm-hmm. within that world. I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't poke, 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 poke. Yeah. Isn't this funny? Well, I like. I like the the idea too that Billy Zane's character was 
the next Phantom. Sure. You know, that he was continuing the legacy of all of the other Phantoms before. And this wasn't a reboot or a, a, Mm -hmm. you know, a a new take on it. It was, yes, this is the Phantom, but it's, you know, this is the current one. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the one now. Well, not to mention Treat Williams is just a blast. He's one (laughs) one of the best. Honestly, I think he's one of the best comic book villains. But you, you talk to the, you know, the difference between art and commerce. You look at the, um, the Universal monster movies, mm-hmm. which now they're coming back, are not the Universal monster movies. They're going to be bang well, pow action fi- action pictures with the Universal monster movies shoehorned well, into they it. They are monster movies from Universal. Yeah, which is, I think, the the yeah, you're not way gonna be, you're you not gonna break get that, that sentence down. Although, you know, I have to say that honestly, the, the Mummy trailer looks entertaining. But yeah, but it doesn't look any different from from Mission Impossible well, or anything it else. I didn't, that, I didn't say it was know, gonna be good. It's, it's a Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. But I was entertained. I was entertained. Well, and I, interestingly enough, with the Mummy, it is one of those characters that is. You go back to the, and that's a that's a period thing. That's a that's a monster from a period of entertainment. That does not translate well into modern, uh, for modern audiences. Right. The idea of the slow-moving, rotting monster has been done in so many different ways, and zombies took its place. So let's 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 be honest. That's what that's well, what same killed, kind of thing. That's what killed the Mummy movie. Yeah. Was was the idea the the explosion of zombie stories? And I think to some degree that's okay. I think the the Egyptian curse idea or the ancient curse because it doesn't just have to be Egyptian really. Um, is is what that got replaced with? So you had the Brendan Fraser film. The first Brendan Fraser film was that was a, a fun was movie. A fun movie, and that was the Universal yeah. monster movie. That was Universal's Mummy, and I think that it actually worked in terms of of break, giving you a Mummy character that was not the shambling. I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, without Boris Karloff, who's going to shamble properly? I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, he was such a physical actor. I mean, there was something, and I'm, I'm completely serious about that. Is that there? I don't. I you can't know, think of too many okay. actors now who could bring that you know, to life. And you know scary. who could do it? Hmm. If you want to talk completely, just as a physical performer, oh, Andy Circus could do it. Andy Circus could do it. Uh, Doug Jones, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's a very physical performer. Well, see, Jim he, doesn't, yeah, he doesn't necessarily have the build for it, but you could well, work on that. Point, actually, I think he does have the build for it. He's, but he's, he's he never—he hasn't gotten fat by any stretch of the imagination. But as he's gotten older, he's gotten thicker. Like it yeah. happens, and he looks—he's in great shape. I'm not. Thick. He's in great shape. But honestly, I've maintained for a really, really long time that Jim Carrey's best work is when he stops trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, the Majestic the is Majestic much is better a than really good than, movie. Um, Ace Ventura. And what is it? Um, Twenty Eight. What was the What was the film where he played? He played the guy who got obsessed with a with the number twenty seven or number twenty or number twenty eight. The the year that oh, a lot of yeah characters, a lot of people think, have 28? died. Uh, a lot of right. famous musicians and artists. That was have died that was a horror film, wasn't it? It was kind Ish? of a horror filmish, yeah. yeah. And, and I thought he was the film itself has some real issues with story. Truman Show. Truman, Truman Show is, is brilliant in the Truman Show. And yeah. quite frankly, if you yes, he got his career playing a certain kind of character and it worked out really, really well for him. But if we've learned any lesson from certain actors who keep playing the same parts over and over and over again and Netflix gives them deals, (laughs) Netflix for shame. Although Um, I've been hearing some pretty good stuff about what Sandler has been doing over there. 
Well, you know, as long he, he's as long as he brings in an audience. But he's another actor who's actually a very, very talented dramatic actor. Yeah. But people don't go to watch people don't go to work on his sets to make a movie. They go in and work on his sets because apparently, from all accounts, those sets are a lot of fun to be on. And he takes and he treats everyone great on the set. And so well, you, it's like you go to have a, a, a two month party. It's it's like an, any episode that's directed by Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Kevin Smith just turns it whether into whether or not it's a good whether or not yeah. it's a good story. Right. Yeah. We've gone past our thirty five minutes. I, it happens. See. No. And there's all kinds of stuff that we're we we. So we got into my list. <laughs> I mean, we gotten into your list. Oh, we can do my shows. list on another. We'll do, uh, we'll do your yours. Yeah, we'll do mine. We'll do mine next time. Well, because Part some two. of some of my stuff will have come back. Yeah. Because so you're watching The Expanse. Watching The Expanse. Winona Earp. Winona Earp. I'm so excited about Winona Earp coming back, guys. I cannot tell you how much I was so skeptical of that show. If you go back and read my written reviews, mm. and you, the early on, you're like, I'm like, what am I watching here? And then by, I think, the third or fourth episode, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but And we had, we, had, we had some great back and forths from the actual production. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah, I'm still, I'm still waiting for them to confirm the interview that we're supposed lovely. to get. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, you know, uh, there's just there's some fun stuff coming out. And for all the fact that we can complain about shows like Gotham, which doesn't know what it is and is traumatizing comic book fans right and left. And yeah. Hopefully it's going to be canceled here shortly. I doubt it. Um, there's so much good stuff out there. And if the, if the DC shows seem to wander all over the place and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is probably going to get canceled and... All the other things that are going on, there's still a ton of great genre show to watch. Yeah. And we have to watch it all. <laughs> we do. <laughs> because, you know, uh, that's what we do here. This is It's our responsibility. We do this for you. Yes, this that's is, right. We take this responsibility upon ourselves. We watch the show so we can tell which ones you do to watch, that's which right. ones to watch. You know, it's, it's funny because back in the day, you know, you talk about in the 90s mm. and, and all this other stuff, you know, early... You know, as recent as four or five years ago, io9 would have been the website that was telling you what shows to watch, what shows yeah. not to watch. And I, and I, I to give to give credit to the folks over at io9 who are, who have been around for a few years who are not part of their original crew, and we I do miss the original crew. Mm. There were that original staff, you know, Meredith and and so many Annalee, others, and, Annalee and Charlie Jane. Charlie Jane. They they were doing, I think they did a fine job for many many years and it's become such a piece of a larger thing art it, versus it, commerce art versus commerce and I, and hey it happens and I get that but it is unfortunate I'm still waiting for art commerce to show up <laughs> so I guess we continue to make art <coughs> we do it for you yes that's right <laughs> and if you would like to give us your feedback you can send us an email h two o at softwareforme dot com and uh, let us know what shows you need to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you've got suggestions for topics, you're more than welcome to share those with us. You can also leave comments on social media. And uh, don't forget, we are pushing to get to 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of our social media, all you have to do is just search Sci-Fi for Me, and there we are. So uh, so go and do that. Come, join us. Don't yes. be afraid. No, we don't. We don't one bite. Of us, what? One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Um, that's the other thing, too. We're going to be expanding our horror yeah. stuff a little bit. so Because there's um, a lot of great horror programming. Yes. And at some point, we will announce some stuff. Yeah. We're just going to say that. 
So, all right, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks very much for listening. My name is Jason Hunt. And I am Tim And that's going to do it for this episode of H2O. We will be back in two weeks' time. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.